I am so excited about this. I want to welcome you to the Purpose Project Podcast. During our time together, I will teach you how to pray, how to intentionally develop intimacy with your Creator, and challenge you to discover and embrace your God-ordained purposes. I am your host, Margie Florent. My prayer for you today is that you will be empowered and strengthened in the Word of God to move forward into your destiny. Father, we just come before the throne of grace. Father, we love you. We adore you. We thank you, Father, for your grace, that it's it, your grace is sufficient for us. We thank you that your strength is made perfect in our weakness. We don't depend on ourselves. We depend on you to help us to think through our minds, to unveil the word of God in this session today. And we just ask, Holy Spirit, that you'd give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation, that you would give us unction in the Holy Ghost, and that you would help us and move through us, and that you would have your way tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we've been talking about the, the gifts of the Spirit, and we said that they are there are three primary categories. Within these three categories, there are three subgroups. There's the revelation gifts, the power gifts, the gifts of inspiration, the uh, revelation gifts are the gifts that reveal something, which is the word of wisdom, which always talks about the future when it's in manifestation. There's the word of knowledge, which always talks of the present or the past. Then there's discerning of spirits, which we're going to continue today. And there's also the power gifts, and those are the gifts that do something, which is the gift of faith, the gifts of healings, the working of miracles, and then there's the inspiration gifts, and those are the gifts that say something, um, which is prophecy, diverse kinds of tongues, and interpretation of tongues. So tonight, we're going to continue on the subject of discerning of spirits, because I didn't totally finish on the subject. And um, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk about discerning spirits. And I want to read to you uh, Hagen's book, The Holy Spirit and His Gifts. And here's what Kenneth Hagen said in, in regards to discerning of spirits. And I think we need to talk more about discerning of spirits because I think it's a subject that needs more clarification. And here's what Kenneth E. Hagen said. He said, my first manifestation after that occurred in my next meeting, which was in Tyler, Texas, the pastor told me about his niece who had cancer on the left lung. <clears throat> the doctors had wanted to operate on her and she wouldn't submit to an operation. The malignancy had spread to her other lung as well. And now it was too late for an operation, even if she had wanted one. She was bedfast and had wasted away to nothing, although they were feeding her six times a day. They got her up out of bed and brought her to church on Tuesdays and Friday nights of the first week, which were the healing nights because he did a lot of healing services, a lot of healing meetings. And they brought her again on Tuesday and Friday nights of the second week. And I prayed for her again. Now think about this. He, he'd been praying for her all those nights. Okay. And then he prayed again that second week. Then he said, on Tuesday night of the third week, they brought her again, and she was the first one in the prayer line. I laid hands on her, 
and suddenly everyone and everything else disappeared. All I could see was myself and this young lady standing in a circle of light. I saw a demon or an evil spirit hanging onto her body over her left lung. I knew the cause had to be dealt with. I commanded the thing to leave her in the name of Jesus. I saw this evil spirit and heard him speak. Nobody else saw her heard anything. This was a manifestation of discerning of spirits. This is seeing into the realm of the spirits. When I commanded him to leave, he fell off her body and fell down on the floor. And he just laid there and whimpered and whined like a whip pup. He said, I don't want to leave, but I know if you tell me, I have to. I said, not only must you leave her body, but you must also leave this premises. He, the spirit, ran down the aisle and out the door of the church, and she was healed. So the healing was not physical. I mean, it manifested in the physical, but she needed deliverance from an evil spirit. Not all sickness and disease is physical. Some of it's evil spirits. And I think that this is why the Lord wants me to talk about this tonight, is because I think we need to wake up. And I think we need more and more of the discerning of spirits in operation. And I'm hearing more and more and more talk about the deliverance ministry. You know, when you think about Jesus, he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. So, you know, some sickness and some disease is spirits, evil spirits. So he goes on to say, she went, she went to the doctor, doctor, and the very next, the very next day and asked him to take x-rays of her lungs. He said that wasn't necessary. They already had sufficient x-rays of her lungs, but something had happened to me, she said, and I want you to take them again. They finally took the x-rays and then they told her that something had happened. They said, your lungs have cleared up. They said they wanted to make some more tests, take more tests on her on their on their own and did not charge her for them. After running these other tests, they they said her lungs were completely clear and all the other tests proved negative. They asked, what happened to you? When she told them how God had healed her, the doctor said, we don't know how it happened, but we know what has happened. The cancer was there, but now it is gone. They said they would give her a written affidavit that she had cancer of the lungs and now she doesn't. They were not against healing. They are all in the healing business. They were glad to see some folk delivered. This is Southern talk. Three weeks later, her pastor told me that she had gained 16 pounds. That was in 1953. And today she is a member of the Southside Assembly of God Church in Garland, Texas. <laughs> Wonder if that still exists. Now he said, Brother Hagen said, where my son is associate pastor and she is still well. Well, now Kenneth Hagen Jr. is in his 70s or 80s and he's head of Rhema Bible Training Church. When people ask me to minister to them, all I can say is, I will, uh, that is that I will with all the ability I have and all that God has given me. He said, you don't operate in these things as you will. It is as the spirit wills. So you can't, 
we can't like all of a sudden by an act of our will, you know, be over into the realm of the spirit. That's why I, I'm not going to lie. And if I'm wrong, then the Lord will correct me. I don't, I don't understand people that see angels every day. Okay. And go to heaven every other day. I just don't know. I don't know if it's of the things of the spirit of God or of a counterfeit spirit. You know, the Bible says, believe not every spirit, but test and prove to see if these things are of God. Okay. So I don't really know. I don't have the answers. I'm not judging anyone. I personally just don't get it. Um, he said, if, if it had been me doing that, I would have done it in the first night I had laid hands on this woman. But this happened the fifth time I laid hands on her. And that is one reason people need to be where God is working. Just because you went up one time and nothing happened is no sign that nothing is going to happen. I have found that when the spirit of God is moving, it is a whole lot easier to receive than it is at other times. So I, I, I just pray and believe and covet earnestly that we would operate more and more in discerning of spirits. You know, that God would open up our eyes and that we would see into the spirit realm. Why? So that we could say, you know, so that people could think we're so super spiritual. No, because we want to help people. We want to see people get healed. We want to see people get delivered. Okay. So not all sickness and not all, all disease is a physical thing, <clears throat> you know, and you take vitamins, or you take medicine. Sometimes it is a spirit that's involved. And we're going to talk about that in the ministry of Jesus. So if you look at Mark chapter five, I'm going to read several scriptures. It says here, now this, the gift of discerning spirit operated in the ministry of Jesus. They did operate in his ministry. We said that the only gift that did not operate was the gift of tongues and interpretation of tongues because tongues and interpretation of tongues is for this dispensation, the church age. But he did operate in discerning of spirits. Could you just hold one second? He did operate in discerning of spirits. And here we see in Mark 1, and here we're going to give it this as an example. And again, as we, we teach on this, isn't it interesting to, to see that Jesus operated in these gifts? You know, when I used to read the Bible, I didn't, I didn't really look at it like that. I just thought, okay, he, he saw the demon and he cast it out. No, I mean, this kind of manifestation can happen in the believer. What did Jesus say in Mark 16? He said, these signs will accompany them that believe. One of the signs is they will cast out devils. I just think it would be a whole lot easier if, if we had the gift of discerning of spirits in operation. And I've had manifestation of, the, of, of demons in my meetings. And I think I told you the story of the woman in the jail, you know, you know they'll manifest and they, they can manifest by rolling over, rolling their eyes, making people growl doing all kinds of stuff. Um, but how about, if you know, to discern means to see. How about seeing over into the realm of the spirit, actually seeing the spirit? And listen, if, you, if that ever happens to you, remember that the Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. And the scriptures before 1 John 4, 4 are talking about devils, demons, and evil spirits. And so here we're going to see it in operation in the ministry of Jesus. 
And, and to be honest, I really believe that when the gifts are in operation like this, we're not afraid. We're already in the spirit. It's like when Jesus walked into my bedroom that, that day, I wasn't afraid. I wasn't intimidated. You know, I just, it just felt very natural that this happened, even though it was definitely in the realm of the spirit and it was in the spirit that it happened. So here we see Jesus. It says, then they came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gadarenes. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs, uh, a man with an unclean spirit. And I don't know, maybe some of you know the answer to this, but there is a, a very large percentage of, of the ministry of Jesus that he cast out devils. I forget the number, but I know it was a lot. Okay, so it says he came out of the tombs. This man came out, met this, met the man, met Jesus. He came out of the tombs and he had an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs and no one could bind him, not even with chains because he had often been bound with shackles and chains. They had to literally chain him and put him in shackles because these demons made him extremely strong, gave him supernatural strength. And the chains had been pulled apart by him. Think about it. That's not human, you know, that's not human strength. That's supernatural strength, okay? The demons were, were, were so powerful in his life that he had this supernatural strength. And the shackles were broken in pieces. Neither could anyone tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying out and cutting himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and he worshiped him. He worshiped him and he cried out with a loud voice and said, what have I to do with you, Jesus, son of the most high God? Now, these were the demons speaking right out of his mouth, right out of this man's mouth. I implore you by God that you do not torment me for Jesus said to him, come out of the man unclean spirit then he asked him what is your name in other words jesus already commanded the demon to come out of him and then the spirit manifested out of his mouth and said you know what do i have to do with you jesus son of the most high god i implore you by god don't torment me and so jesus goes on to say what is your name and he answered my name is legion for we are many and he begged him earnestly that he would not send him out of the country. Now a large herd of swine was feeding near the mountains. So the demons begged him saying, send us into the swine that we may enter them. And all at once, Jesus gave them permission. Now who was in charge there? Jesus, of course, because he's the son of God. And, and thank God, now we have the power and we have the authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt us. And then Jesus gave him the permission. Then the unclean spirits went out, entered the swine. There were about 2,000. Think about it. And the herd ran violently down the steep place into the sea and drowned into the sea. So those who fed the swine fled and they told it in the city and in the country and they went out to see what it was that had happened. Then they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon possessed and had the legion sitting and clothed in his right mind. And they were afraid. 
And those who saw it told him how it happened to him who had been demon possessed and about the swine. Then they began to plead with him to depart out of the region. Of course, they're probably like, this guy, this guy's like, a, he's got complete authority to such a degree that he commands unclean spirits and they even obey him and they depart. And then they go into the swine, the swine go down the, down the steep place. I mean, Jesus was a powerful man of God, but we know Jesus was anointed by the spirit and and then Jesus said that the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He's anointed me to preach the gospel and to set the captives free. Well, that means everything. That means casting demons out of people. And he carried that anointing. And the beauty of you and I is we carry that same anointing. But we need more equipment. We need the manifestation of these gifts to be in operation so that we can help people. Okay. So they began to plead with him to depart from their region. And when he got into the boat, he who had been demon possessed begged him that he might be with him. However, Jesus did not permit him, but he said to him, go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he has had compassion on you. And he departed and began to proclaim that all that Jesus had done for him and everyone marveled. So here we see this was a manifestation of discerning spirits. Jesus heard it, heard the demons, and he saw the demons, okay? And then here, here, here's something else Brother Hagen said that I thought was interesting. He said, not all mental illness is devils. You can be sick in your head like just the same way you could be sick in your body. It is impossible to know when something is a spirit unless this gift is in operation or by the word of knowledge, because by the word of knowledge, you can know in your spirit by, by that, the, the word of knowledge, because remember, we said the word of knowledge reveals things present or things in the past. So you can know by a word of knowledge if something's a devil. But like we said last week, to discern means to see. So Jesus saw the spirit, not only saw it, but he heard it, okay? So, but remember, not all sickness is satanic oppression, and some sickness is just the simple result of the fall and the curse that came on the earth. And we know that Galatians 3.13 talks about Christ redeeming us from the curse of the law. And if we go into you know, Deuteronomy 28, we know that if you read that whole chapter, that the curse of the law is poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. And Jesus came to redeem us from the curse of the law okay and remember that the thief john 10 10 does not come except to steal to kill and to destroy but jesus said i've come that you may have life and life more abundantly and we said this we'll say it again acts 10 38 god anointed jesus of nazareth with the holy spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who are oppressed of the devil, for God is with us. Now, Lord, we want we want to see this gift of manifestation in our day and in our hour. So, Lord, today, all of us here, we covet earnestly that we may have this gift of manifestation, Father, so that we could help people and set the captives free, even as you have said. Okay? I'm going to give you another example. The spirit of infirmity. Now, here, here's an example from the ministry of Jesus, Luke 13, 10 through 16. So Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. 
and behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years. Now, the Bible calls it a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. But when Jesus saw her, he called to him um, and said to her, woman, you are loose from your infirmity. And he laid hands on her and immediately she was made straight and she glorified God. But the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath. And he said to the crowd, there are six days on which men ought to work. Therefore, come and be healed on them and do not do it on the Sabbath day. And the Lord answered him and said, hypocrite, does not each of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or his donkey from the stall and lead it away to water it? So ought not this woman being a daughter of Abraham, and then here he says it, whom Satan has bound. Think of it, whom Satan has bound for 18 years, be loose from this bond on the Sabbath. So he said it, it was a spirit of infirmity. Satan had bound, was binding her. And I think we need to be very sensitive to the Holy Spirit, not just discerning. Yes, be discerning because you can develop your spirit to a place you know, where you're discerning and you sense. But I also think we need this gift of discerning of spirits in operation so that we can see and hear and, 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 and set people free, okay? Here's another, here's another example. Dumb spirit, Matthew 12, 22. Then one brought to him who was demon possessed, blind and mute, and he healed him so that the blind and the mute man both saw and spoke. It says here, this man was, quote, demon possessed. He didn't need a healing. He needed the devil cast out of him. And it brought the healing. And doesn't, you know, it's coming up in my spirit. Doesn't the Bible say we're not to be ignorant of Satan's devices? And I think we've been ignorant. And that's why we're getting human-sized results. And we've got demon-possessed people that are doing supernatural things and getting, you know, getting supernatural-sized results. And I think that I just, I just covet that God would give us more and more of this manifestation of discerning of spirits. Okay, now, here we see in Acts chapter 5, okay, and this is, this is the early church. They're operating um in the ministry of deliverance it says here also a multitude from the surrounding cities to jerusalem were bringing in sick people and those who were what tormented by unclean spirits and they were all healed you know i wonder how many people are being tormented with unclean spirits and maybe that's where all the fear the worry the anxiety the panic attacks and all this activity is coming from you know didn't, didn't jesus say men's hearts will fail for fear then I, I just think that we need to wake up and be more discerning okay okay here's another one various spirits matthew 4 23 and 24 it says in the scripture jesus went about all galilee teaching in their synagogues and preaching the kingdom um of and preaching the kingdom and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. 
Then his fame went out throughout all Samaria and they brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments and those who were what? Demon possessed, epileptics and paralytics and he healed them. So we see a mixture here. We see physical ailments that need healing. And, you know, maybe it's a chemical imbalance in the body or a hormonal imbalance in the body. And you lay hands on people and command the healing virtue. The power of God goes into them and you command their body to be healed. Then maybe we need to command some demons to leave people. I'm telling you, this is new to me because lately I've been hearing a lot of people talk about deliverance and it's really making some people angry, you know, well, why? There's so much of it out there. I think we need to be as wise as a serpent and as harmless as doves and be more cognizant that there are devils, demons, various spirits, deaf and dumb spirits out there. Amen. Okay. So I'm going to close with this. The word of knowledge gives one a revelation of anything that be, can be classified as existing or having exist. The fact of a spirit possessing a body could be revealed by the gift of the word of knowledge, not discerning of spirits. If you discern the spirit, you would see the spirit. To discern means to see. If one was informed about a spirit but had no vision of the spirit, he would not discern it. By the discerning of a spirit, we see beyond the sphere for which we have been created since we are a natural being. So I just wanted to bring a conclusion to this teaching because I think it's very important because we are living in a time and we are living in a season where <clears throat> according to Isaiah 60, one through five, the darkness is gross darkness is increasing in the earth. The more people are opening themselves up to demonic activity, through witchcraft, fortune telling, Ouija boards, tarot cards, new age movement. There's so many things that open up the door. I think as Christians, we need to be, we need to understand what these gifts are, how to operate them. And not only that, but to covet them, especially I think discerning of spirit. So I hope that helps. And we're going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pray again. So Lord God, we just, we just come to you, Father, there's so many individuals who are in need of healing and deliverance. Even as you said in Romans 1, the gospel of salvation brings healing, safety, deliverance, soundness. Father, we ask as a, as a body, we ask that you just begin to take the veil off of our eyes and cause us to see I remember, Lord, you telling Brother Hagen that the spirit of seeing and knowing would be in greater manifestation in the last days. So, Father, we covet those things. We ask to see those things. We long for those things, Father, that we might minister to humanity and set them free by the power of your word and the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Purpose Project podcast. For more content, video, and teachings like this, visit margieflorent.org.